good afternoon and welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. Do you want to help make the world a better place but don't know where to start? Join us as we explore the possibilities on today's show with inspiring guests, uplifting music, and new ideas. So let's get started. Here are your hosts, Lori Ann Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead. Welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. I'm your host, Lorianne Rising. And I'm your other host, Mark Olmstead. This is going to be a really interesting and educational episode. You've probably been hearing more about things like blockchain technology, Bitcoin, and altcoins. Well, if you've been wondering what is going on with all this stuff and how this new technology is changing our world, you are going to love this conversation. We have with us Dr. Justin Goldston. He is a professor of project and supply chain management at Penn State University, where his research is focused on blending the practices of supply chain management, emerging technologies, and sustainability to create positive global change. Dr. Goldston is a research facility affiliate for the Center for the Business of Sustainability at Smeal College of Business at Penn State, as well as an active contributing faculty member to the Sustainability Institute at Penn State. Outside the institution, he's an executive on the International Supply Chain Education Alliance's International Standards Board and is the author of a forthcoming book called AI for Good, Achieving Sustainability Through Citizen Science and Organizational Citizenship. Oh, wow. My God, what a mouthful. Welcome, Welcome Justin. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Imagine writing that title. Holy Toledo, oh, dude. You have been doing your work. <laughs> oh, man. That, that is a. You, yes, do you introduce yes. yourself often and, uh, and, and, you know, offer a chair first? No, <laughs> no I always, always, always email it and say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I I have to just kind of ask maybe sort of the foolish question first. For those outside of this world, can you explain in layman's terms what you mean by emerging technologies? What is it you really are researching? So, so when we refer to emerging technologies, you can still say that that blockchain falls into that emerging technology uh, area. We also have edge computing. Uh, we have we have artificial intelligence. Uh, well, AI, you know, mm-hmm. people speak the buzzword. In my opinion, the buzzword is artificial intelligence, where in reality, it's augmented intelligence. Artificial intelligence. I'm thinking C3PO. I'm thinking Terminator. I'm thinking, you know, Will Smith, not robot. Right. Uh-huh. We're not there yet. And years, I spoke at I spoke at a conference, I would say, in October. And I said, man, we're about 30 years away from that. But I say that we're maybe about five or six years away from that. Really? This, 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 this artificial, this AI is, is just transforming. It's transforming the world and you see AI in everything you do, you know, think about, so I always say that every single one of us are on Amazon every single day. Right. And whenever we put that thing, when we put that product in our cart and say, Oh, other people, other people also bought this product. How do they know what I wanted before? That does sound excellent. It's through artificial intelligence. Well, more machine learning because it's clustering what you just bought mm-hmm. and what thousands of other people bought and it's clustering it and finding patterns and giving you suggestions on what, what else you should buy. And so and, what, what is your role in this and how are you, are you studying that? Are you designing it or um, what is, what do you I do? Am, 
I'm studying it. I am creating use cases for it. And then I'm, I'm telling the developers what, what to create. I did not, I did not create a single line of code in terms of blockchain or artificial intelligence. You know, those people love doing it. I don't like doing it. I love creating solutions. Wow. Okay. So actually, cool. so you're starting with the need then, right? Then you're starting with the, the end user and backing it up to, okay, how can AI serve this? Answer Absolutely. this. Answer this Absolutely. problem. That's 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 essentially what I did within the industry. Where you know I spent I spent about uh, twenty years in the supply chain management industry, where I worked with organizations to pretty much solve their problems. You know, in some cases saving them from themselves and solving <laughs> and solving their issues through technology, enterprise resource planning applications. You know, if you've heard of SAP, Oracle, you know all those guys who who have these technologies to run their entire organization. Uh huh. But now artificial intelligence is essentially improving that and making things more efficient, more effective, and improving or improving leaders' decision-making processes within organizations. So that's essentially all artificial intelligence is doing. You're you're improving decision-making. You're making processes more streamlined. Uh, you are making those those repetitive processes automated. And okay. the argument that I get in the industry is that, oh, AI is going to take over jobs. No, it's not. It's going to make your job easier. It's going to allow you to create more value-added activities for those organizations that you work in. And it's going to allow you to innovate because you, you're on the front lines for years, right? Mm -hmm. So you know that business. You know how to make that job more efficient. Now you can say, okay, go to the AI developer and say, we, if we can do this, in our, and, and if we can use AI to do this, we would make things so much easier. So now you're an innovator in your company. Mm -hmm. Now you're more valuable. Now you're getting paid more. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Who doesn't want to get paid more? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, but there's, there's, uh, I'm sure a big chunk of this, though, is that a lot of jobs are going to be eliminated, right? I mean, it's just going to be a natural Job, component. The jobs are going to be eliminated, but those people in those jobs will get, will, will, will have, will have more value added activities, more duties, right? So, for example, case in point, I was working, I was, uh, I was on a panel discussion with a VP of an insurance company. So they insured the Home Depots, the Lowe's, you know, all these large organizations where people were literally risking their lives walking on these roofs to just find holes in these roofs and things like this, right? Introduce drones. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. those people that were walking on roofs are now drone pilots. They did not they did not fire a single person. Those people are getting paid more because drone pilots get paid pretty good in the industry. Hmm. And how cool is it to say, what do you do for a living? I fly drones. <laughs> well, and they're safer. They're on the ground instead wow. of on the roof. Ex exactly. And like so in the manufacturing industry, the distribution industry over in the UK, so in the United Kingdom, they're actually flying drones in warehouses to count inventory. So those guys that were 100 feet up in cherry pickers, you know, <laughs> their lives are literally, literally attached to a string. They're, uh -huh. they're, trust, they're trusting this, 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 this string with their yep. life, yep. right? Yeah. Now they're flying drones in a warehouse. Nice. Oh, very so cool. it sounds like, I mean, that, that age old fear of technology is going to take over and take our jobs. It's it's more that things are evolving and shifting and changing. So if we're willing yes. to shift from, okay, I'm going to hang from the ceiling on, you know, by a thread to standing on the ground and flying a drone, if we're willing to make that shift, we can keep 
our jobs, keep moving forward and just evolve with things rather than getting pushed out. Is that? That yes. is correct. And, and yes, you're going to have resistance to change, resistance to change. And that was kind of my role within the industry where yes, people that were resistant, I am not going to keep that one person around to, to wreak havoc on my organization and risk the jobs of five up uh, 500 other people. Yes. He's mm -hmm. going to lose his job. Because mm -hmm. he's impacting these five hundred other people. Mm -hmm. Makes you know, sense. So yeah, that's, that's the my, angry. That's my position. The angry blacksmith. You know, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> when the cars come along and the, and there's no more horses to shoe, he's like, you know, you gotta. There, there's there's so many more more opportunities yeah. and 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 like so so you're uh, you're in the position of Henry Ford basically selling people on a on an idea they didn't even know they wanted. So on some ways, I right? say I'm, on, I'm in the position of Elon. Oh, Elon, there you go. Yeah, yeah, then why not? <laughs> but hey, we all want we all want a car that runs on nothing, you know. I mean, it's like right? you know, electric. Uh, it's awesome. You know, so you were mentioning a little bit about blockchain. I'm really mm -hmm. curious. I've been hearing more about that. I know banks are using it more behind the scenes. I understand companies are using it more, but honestly, I don't understand what blockchain even is. So how how do we understand what that particular technology is and what it does for us? All right. So, so I know that a number of people have heard of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I always start off my discussion that blockchain is not Bitcoin. Blockchain is a technology in which Bitcoin is built upon. And blockchain is essentially a, what we refer to as a distributed ledger. So you have, you know, I have a laptop here, you know, you all have a laptop there. So it's, it, that can be a, that could be considered distributed, right? But a blockchain has, so the Bitcoin blockchain has millions of distributed ledgers or, or, just, or, or nodes, if you will, right? They have people all around the world, right? So whenever a transaction is initiated, it, is, it has to reach a consensus to say, okay, this transaction is accurate, this transaction is accurate, this transaction is accurate, this, this one's accurate, this one's accurate, this one's accurate, right? And then once you reach that consensus, then that, that, that block gets written to the chain or that transaction gets written to the blockchain, I should say. Right mm -hmm. now, the larger the blockchain becomes, the more secure it becomes. And what I mean by that is, is that if I upset Uncle Mark, you know, Uncle Mark <laughs> may try to may, may try to, uh, you know, uh, uh, make a make make a change to my transaction. But because it's distributed, you know, if they. Did you see what you see? You see what this one hash did? That hash may be Uncle Mark, right? You see what this one hash did? Yeah, I seen it. 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 Now everybody knows that there's an issue, right? Mm -hmm. So now that's why if someone wants to hack a block, he has that, that person, he or she, he or she, has to hack every single node before anybody realizes it, and that's why it makes it secure, and that's why it makes it transparent, and that's what makes it immutable in that it can't be changed. And that's the power wow. of it. So it sounds like, if I'm understanding so, so correctly, it's a code of letters and numbers that sort of encrypts things and keeps an ongoing record that can consistently and continuously is added to. It's never, you like, you can't go back and change it. You're just constantly adding to it. Correct. You're, con you're, con you're, content you're continually adding to it and it kind of creates a link it creates a chain, right? That essentially can't be okay. broken, right? right? Because if, if, so let's say I'm a, I'm a chain 
5,000 hypothetically, right? If I try to change, if I try to change, chain 4,000, 4,990, right? This one's going to see it. This one's going to see it. This one's going to see it. This one's going to see it all the way here because everything is linked. Okay. You know? Okay. And, and, and that's what makes it very transparent. So every transaction wow. that anyone in the world does adds another link to the same chain. Is that Correct. accurate? That is accurate. So wow. why so why are they saying I heard the other I heard the other day someone say that 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 this technology could mean the end of war. What, I mean blockchain or AI? Uh, the, the 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 blockchain like the the like because something about the the verification of things something about the 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 difficulty in in lying maybe or the security of things or whatever maybe maybe this is jumping too far <laughs> i don't know that's but, an interesting but it was concept. like i i it, that's it's a question i've been wanting to try to understand is like how but 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 it sounds like uh, from the things that I've been hearing about about the blockchain is that it's just going to be an, a massive shift in trust. Yes, I call it the trust machine. I call it the trust mm. machine because I don't have to trust you. It's on it's on it's on the blockchain, right? So so another thing within the block we might be getting deep, but this this will this will make sense to people. Okay. So another aspect to the blockchain that can be that that it, it can use is what we refer to as smart contracts. Right. Yes. So smart yes. contracts are, are self self executing contracts where, you know, yes, <laughs> Uncle Mark's the best in a business, but <laughs> he, he's hard to deal with. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't argue that. Nah, I, I can vouch for that, actually. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's, <laughs> it's all he's, good. I'm good with that. He's, he's, he's hard to deal with. He's the only person in the country that produces a certain product. Right. So we can create a smart contract whenever we reach an agreement to say, OK, once, once Uncle Mark performs his duties, I'm going to pay him five hundred thousand dollars, right? Deal. So instead of instead of it's deal bet. <laughs> so instead of going back and forth, so once he says okay, this is done, or once he prints out once he once he prints out the FedEx label because it's based on a trigger, right? Once that FedEx label prints out hypothetically, right? That that smart contract will automatically self execute, and he gets paid immediately. So transferring this to the industry so this is this this what this is what comes down to the use cases for blockchain where we can integrate what we refer to as the internet of things you know automating you know processes and the manufacturing facilities and things like that so let's say that let's say that i brew i uh i i, I i'm a uh, i'm in food and beverage and i have this huge vat of milk once this milk falls below 100 gallons you know for example i can have a sensor to trigger my blockchain, right, transaction. That blockchain transaction can then initiate a smart contract. And then that can go to my enterprise resource planning application to automatically send a purchase order to my milk supplier or my farmer, right? And now that farmer gets initiated and he gets paid just like that. Wow. No, no human interaction. Everybody gets paid that gets rid of, of, of payment terms, which is a problem in the industry right now. And it's wow. everything, everything's transparent. Everything's transparent because we made an agreement beforehand that once I fall below 100 gallons, I'm going to issue a PO. You're going to mm -hmm. receive it and you're going to get paid like that. Mm -hmm. So what, 
I guess what if there is some kind of what if I he say conflict or what, refund necessary? So that's what if he just delivers, another transaction. What right? if he delivers chocolate milk instead of regular milk right, there and, you go. and fills it up with <laughs> the wrong stuff? Now you want to shoot holes in my in my brilliant <laughs> <my> example. <laughs> You know, there's real hey, life. That's why I get paid the big yeah. bucks. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's another that's another discussion we have with the smart contracts, where you also build in a contract if there's any kind of discrepancy in in the shipment of the product, if there's any kind of shortage in the product, uh, in, 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 yeah, in the delivery of the, pro- of the of the product, then in the smart contract, then you get dinged as well. So you get paid, you also get dinged. And that then gets broadcast out to everybody and everybody gets to see who's gotten dinged. That was what it was. Okay, there was, yeah. there was a, a really cool article I saw the other day on YouTube. And, and there are just so many great, great stories on YouTube about, about blockchain and understanding. If people are really interested more on this, they can Absolutely. They, they do a lot of education there. Well, and you've done a couple of TED Talks, haven't you? Yes, yes, I did. I did. I did five in 20, 2019. Uh, you can go on TED.com, type in Justin Goldson, and you'll see you'll see those. Yeah, those are Thank excellent. Thank you. Those okay. Are real excellent. Fantastic. So, okay, if if blockchain is really this cool, are there downsides to it? If you so, I'll, I'll before I before I say downsides, I would say that there are two different blockchains. So there's a permission blockchain. You know, where if you're a business, you can have a permission blockchain where only people within your supply chain network can access this blockchain. And this also this also is applicable to a lot of large organizations, some of which you deal with every single day that have internal blockchains. And you have permissionless blockchain where blockchains where everybody has access to it. Right. Now, the downside to blockchain for the industry, which I work in is that it's too transparent for some people mm. because these people have too much to hide. We've been, we've been trying to get organizations to adopt blockchain in the supply chain industry for years, but because there's child labor, because there's modern slavery, because, oh. because their supply chains are so complicated on purpose, that's why they don't want to adopt it. And wow. I've done a number. I've done a number of of and, and I've done a number of international. I did a conference in, in in Johannesburg, South Africa, where I talked about where I talked about blockchain and supply chain management. I did a conference in Shanghai, China, where I talked about you know uh, uh, blockchain within supply chain management. And that's what I say. I mean, I'm I'm out of industry, so I hey, I'm I'm just educating people, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But 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 you know that's that's the thing, and I think that I think that. The pandemic, the pandemic kind of accelerated the adoption of artificial intelligence. And we're still, we're still, I would say about three or four years away from wide adoption of blockchain within the industry. But I mean, I know that a number of people are, are using blockchain, you know, in terms of cryptocurrencies and things like that. But my argument is, and, and people, people shut me down all, all the time in that there's more to blockchain than just crypto. Everybody's mm-hmm. on a crypto bandwagon right now because everything's going crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but there's more. There's more. There's more to blockchain. There's more to 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 to, to blockchain than, than just crypto. And what, what I explain to people is, you're going for the gold rush, but I'm providing shovels. Mm-hmm. I'm developing blockchain applications. I'm providing you the shovels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like well. 
I mean, I'm one of those people. I don't really like to adopt new technology until it's tested. Like I'm usually second True. or third wave type of True. person in things. And so this has been something I've been very tentative. Vaccines, about. you know, this but, kind of uh, stuff. No, no. We won't so, go there. <laughs> so for me, though. Calm down real quick. <laughs> That's a whole different conversation. We ain't so, go there. No, no. For me, though, I'm just going to keep going here. <laughs> My, it sounds to me like, ultimately speaking, this is going to be a technology where if someone, or especially companies, larger organizations, is not using it, that's going to be where they become suspect, as opposed to those who are using it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's... That's an interesting, maybe that's where you were hearing the, the concept of, of getting well, rid of war might come from because so many of those, they, every, if everything's well, transparent, they, they okay. have to have full integrity. I had a, a great example on this, uh, this one, and I wish I could quote the guy's name, uh, just phenomenal TED Talk on- Justin uh, Golson, that's his name. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I'm right, sure right. that was right up there. Uh, no, the, the, the specific example, the guy said, just remember tangerines. When you, when you go through this one, he says, remember, if you forget everything else I said, remember tangerines. He says, he says I'm, I'm a, uh, I, I love tangerines, Juicy. but I'm allergic to the stuff that they use for pesticides and spray on them. And so I have to have organically grown mm -hmm. tangerines. And so when I go to the store, when my wife goes to the store, I don't know if that that USDA organic thing is is actually coming from a farm mm -hmm. that is organically grown, or if they just downloaded that symbol off of the internet and and printed it onto these things. Exactly. And and so how is so so what he said is what what the future is is that that what if instead of just that label there was a a, a blockchain symbol? Yeah, QR code. Yeah. QR code. Thank you that you could scan with your phone and boom, there is the entire history of that company, all of their, all of their contracts, all of their meeting and fulfillment about USDA organic certified Business everything. Practices. And, and, yeah. and so if you've got two, two products saying USDA organic on the shelf, one of them having a blockchain symbol and the other not, which one are you going to buy? And so it's going to just be a matter that, that the companies that are, coming on board are going that, that, that are adopting the blockchain are going to be absorbing every other company out there immediately because there's not going to be any competition. You cannot, uh, you're asking people to trust an old format now that no longer has to be trusted because the blockchain exists. And I just, it blew so, me away. So this is, so I'm about to blow your mind even more. So okay, I'm ready. Whenever you get a chance, this is, this is for all the viewers as well. Go on YouTube and, and type in blockchain chicken farm. Blockchain chicken, chicken farm. farm. And you know what? Before a chicken, a chicken farm in China that's doing that. Seriously. Oh, wow. There you go. There wow. you go. Okay. Well, this is the future. And what this guy said <laughs> is, is that this is going to be across the board. And so from right there, we are going to be eliminating these, these, I mean, would you agree? This sounds like, uh, uh, I would imagine why you're, <laughs> <laughs> what what you're you're into there in in terms of designing these kinds of things is is helping mm -hmm. companies become these these blockchain yeah. reputable companies right 
Yeah, and we're and, and we're on the path. We have the vision to create blockchain nations in Africa. Oh, oh wow. okay. What's that, what's that I want to come. I want to come oh, back oh. to that, but we do need to take <laughs> and, a short and, break. Three oh one. No, 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 no. After no, no. a break, we're going to take a break, yeah. and we got a song coming up. We've got. Um, we're going to need. Oh, but and uh, okay, a quick break. But before we go, please just take a minute to rate and review our show on your favorite listening platform. Not only does this help our future listeners find us, but it helps us know what you love the most so that we can keep delivering it to you as our listener and, and wonderful listeners that we appreciate so much. Just takes a moment, but it would mean so much to us. And, uh, and we will be right back after this message with a song. That's right. We're going to hear one of your originals, Mark, called Breaking Bad Habits, right after this. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. In our changing world, how can you protect the self-esteem, confidence, and dreams of the children you love in just five minutes a day, even from a distance? To learn more about Uncle Mark's Best Indie Book award-winning kids book, his music, and resources to support families, visit TrueSunbeam.com. And if you're an author or musician with a similar mission, learn how to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. Visit Uncle Mark at TrueSunbeam.com. Are you a woman who's tired of staying silent and people-pleasing at the expense of your own health, wealth, and happiness? Discover the roadmap to self-confidence and freedom in Lorianne Rising's international award-winning book, You, Rising, Reclaim Your Life. Live your purpose. And if you're an author whose nonfiction or memoir makes a powerful difference, you're invited to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. For books, resources, and show details, visit LorianneRising.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. To reach the show live, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send us an email to share the love at riseandshineis1.com. Now, back to Rise and Shine. Welcome back. You're listening to Rise and Shine, and that was an original by Mark Olmsted, my co-host here, called Breaking Bad Habits. You can find it on his Star Child album and download it right from his website at truesunbeam.com. We are here with Penn State professor and blockchain expert Justin Goldston, and we were just talking about uh, the blockchain nations, and you were, you described that that was something that, that's developing Tell us more about that. What's happening there? So, so yes, there's a there's a number of countries that have already um, said that they're going to be blockchain nations and that they're going to, you know, use cryptocurrencies to essentially run run their their countries um, to perform transactions to increase the visibility uh, to reduce corruption uh, within within those countries. Um, there's 
There's one, there's one story. Uh, I forgot what it was, it was a country in South America. I share this story all the time and I keep forgetting what country it was. I saw that I really don't, should be calling them out, but there's one country in South America that they funded this, this, this research to, to create the blockchain within, within that country. And whenever they started, started tracking these transactions, they uncovered government corruption. They, wow. shut, down, they shut down the project. Oh boy. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, yeah. Well, that says yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, that's that's why some of these countries aren't going to do because they have so much to hide. There's so much corruption, and yeah. that's why that's why I want that's why I want to focus on Africa because I do I do speak with a lot of people on on positive impact and social good within Africa, and you know, in some countries in Africa, women can't even bank; they can't even have a bank account. Oh, and a lot a lot of those countries they use they use Venmo and Cash App and these digital digital wallets and things like that. So, you know, their adoption of 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 blockchain and cryptocurrencies will not be will not be as difficult as you're going to see here in the US. Now, cryptocurrencies are highly volatile. I am not providing financial advice. I am just educating you on what cryptocurrencies are. Perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. Appreciate so, that. So, so there, there is, there is, uh, there is a, a introduction of what we refer to as a stable coin. So, so I actually had a call with the inventor of the stable coin about two weeks, two or three weeks ago. Um, I didn't mention, you know, <laughs> where I was going with it. I just wanted to kind of get his, his thoughts on why he created it, but it's essentially like a one-to-one with the U S dollar, you know, where this crypto, this cryptocurrency is going to be a one-to-one with the dollar. So it, it, it essentially eliminates the volatility that you see within within these cryptocurrencies. So so that's that's my that's my vision, you know, in introducing uh crypto cryptocurrencies and a blockchain to to countries within Africa where they don't you know they can't bank. They but those who those who do have banks, there's corruption in those countries, so they don't even trust the banks. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that is that's a that's a viable solution for the people. And again, all my research is centered around, you know, positive social change and social impact. And that's that's just one of them. And I know that 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 the blockchain gets this get the gets this negative, you know, this this negative look and that, you know, it has, you know, uh, embezzlement and drug trade and things like that. But I come back with, you know, the federal government used the blockchain to uncover embezzlement, to uncover the drug trade. You know, mm-hmm. I talk about it. I talk about that in my TEDx talk. So, so these th- this this solution it has a lot of positive impacts to to society, you know, and mm-hmm. and getting into into crypt into cryptocurrencies again, they're highly volatile. Now, I would also say that those who those who believed in it, those those who believed in and have had they it's made a lot of millionaires, right? But People say, "Well, it's too late to get in to get in the to get into Bitcoin." Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll say I'll say maybe, right? But but you have to understand where Bitcoin was, what why Bitcoin was created. You know, Bitcoin is a store of value. Bitcoin is just like gold. What can you do with gold? Not much. It's a store of value, right? You know, but there's other there's other there's other cryptocurrencies out there like Ethereum. Ethereum has utility. You can use Ethereum for smart contracts. You can use Ethereum. Our organizations are using Ethereum uh, to create blockchain solutions in the supply chain industry, for example, to track and trace, to track and trace goods, you know, in the maritime industry. 
You know, so I perform that transaction. It's on the Ethereum blockchain. And now I'm tracking all those transactions with timestamps. I can upload, I can upload any customs documents. I can upload the driver information. And if it was so once it goes from the ship to the truck, I can go on a blockchain, see that driver's information, you know, and it's all transparent on a blockchain. That's the power of it. And again, that Ethereum, yes, I'm using yes, I'm using that in the in the, in the in the supply chain industry. But because I think that it's going to it's going to have a positive impact on the supply chain industry, because I think that Ethereum is going because I think that a lot of organizations are going to adopt Ethereum, it's just like a stock. Now I'm going to invest in this cryptocurrency, right? Okay, that's why you have to have that 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 stock market mindset to this crypto market. Mm-hmm. Okay, now if you're, what about if you're just kind of wondering about all this crazy political stuff and realizing that, you know, with the overspending of the dollar and and some people talking about the instability of the dollar, I mean, is there, what's the side of it that, that, that you know, when, when, if you look at the future of the dollar, uh, why doesn't that picture look good? Or, or I'm not sure how to ask the best question. On that. It's like, all right, how, how into economics are you? It's all, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, how doomed are we if we don't do something else? Basically, you know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna answer that question. <laughs> and, and if it's not your area, that is totally understandable. No, and it's, okay. it's my it's my area, but it's, okay. I'm not giving the financial advice. No, so, no, that's true. That's true. You got to be careful. No, is, no. All right. So, so it's entertainment right. value only, folks. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're I'm, not, up. I'm not giving. I'm not giving financial. I'm not giving financial no. advice. But I'm. I'm invested. I'm invested in 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 things like Bitcoin to hedge against the dollar. And what do you mean by that? So do, the dollar is going to lose its value, right? And because the dollar is going to is going to lose its value. I think that you need you need some kind of essentially some a backup plan, right? Why do you why do you think people invest in real estate? Mm-hmm. You know, why do you think people invest in the stock market? Mm-hmm. You know, this is just this is just another another form of of, of savings, in my opinion. And I, I'm not in it. I'm not in it for for short short term gain. I tell I tell everybody. I say my daughter's getting my Bitcoin. That's mm-hmm. the way. That's the way I look at it. I'm not, I'm not in it to cash out in, you know, uh, next, next year or so. Once this thing hits 50,000 or a hundred thousand, like some people are saying, I don't know, but perfect example. So there was a story that came out and it's actually Bloomberg published it. So it, was, it comes from a reputable source headline, Harvard, Yale, Brown endowments have been buying Bitcoin for at least a year. Mm-hmm. So the most conservative, most conservative institutions in the United States are invested in Bitcoin. And you can look this up as well, where where some of these some of these some of these uh, 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 investment firms, they're hiring they're hiring they're hiring you know analysts to to look at this whole Bitcoin, you know mm-hmm. cryptocurrency. So I mean even Mark Cuban even Mark Cuban said uh, you know invest you know I think five percent or ten percent of your portfolio in in crypt in, in Bitcoin. You know so but my thing is my my thing I tell everybody and whenever they ask me, I say. Every single dollar, every single dollar that you put in in crypto, be willing to lose it. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Because of the volatility of it. Because so, of the volatility, I say yeah. be willing to lose it. So I have a question, just in terms of you know my understanding of Bitcoin or any of the altcoins. It's like okay, it's a digital coin. Mm-hmm. 
how is it that there it, it can be treated like gold and only have a finite amount of it? I mean, if it's a digital thing, can't we just keep making more, like printing the dollar? I mean, how how does that work? So whenever whenever the whenever the white paper was created, Satoshi said that there was going to be a limited amount of bit of, of Bitcoin that was that was mined. So that's that's what kind of set that stage. And I think that the last Bitcoin is going to be my I forgot what year it's going to be after I'm gone. You know, so but but they already they've already calculated what year the last Bitcoin is going to be is going to be mined. You know, and I think that I think that the question you were getting to is how does Bitcoin get its value? How does gold get its value? Mm -hmm. Right. I'm, I'm trying to under how do we mine something that's digital? Like there's nothing so, so, physical. So I, <laughs> so you're actually trying, you're trying to, you're trying to solve complicated, complicated math problems, if you will. Right. Okay. And, and the, the, the more scarce bit, the Bitcoin becomes, the more complicated those, those problems, if you will, become. So now once those Bitcoins get mined, the more value, more valuable they become. Right. And, you know, back in the day, my uncle used to mine Bitcoin in like 2008 or something like that. But now you have businesses. That's all they do. Mm. I, I, I don't I mean, there, I've been I've been speaking with some of some some people that's more knowledgeable about Bitcoin. And I, I'm a blockchain guy. I'm not a Bitcoin guy. You know, that's more knowledgeable about about Bitcoin than, than I am. And they say that they said that it's not it's not feasible for an individual to, to try to mine Bitcoin now. It's like you have you have organizations that are just setting up shops. <laughs> to get all yeah. I do is mine Bitcoin. Big computers now. So, yeah. Yes. So right. when you talk about the last one being mined, is that based on okay, now the 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 formula has become so complicated it's now unsolvable and we can't take it any further? Is that essentially what is gonna happen there? Because it otherwise it's like, well, how come we can't continue mining Bitcoin? Why would there be a last one? Because Satoshi said it was going to be a last one, and that's it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. The cryptology. That's, that's, it sounds like that's, that's all I got. That's all I got for you. It's, what what gotcha. I'm understanding is okay. it's, it's it's something about the math and the cryptology. Yeah. It's like the the programming. There was so only a certain amount of them that were yeah. So yeah. the last okay. Bitcoin is going to be mined in 2140. I'll look it up. 2140. Right. Okay. Right. So wow. that's, that's cool. So really when it comes down to it, what we're looking at is something sort of like at some point electricity, I don't necessarily need to know how it works to flip the switch and know that it is working, it's, mm -hmm. but. Oh, for in terms of Bitcoin. Right. So in terms of the technology and understanding the whole, it, it's sort of mind blowing and way beyond my capacity to comprehend, but I can get the concept that, there are things that are called bitcoins and they're worth something and there's value in that like gold and and these yes. days we're using a, a little plastic piece of a, a card that we stick into a gas pump and it sticks it, it, it yeah. spits out gas that we can put in our tank 
because and of digital money. Because there's <laughs> digital money going into okay. it somehow that, you know, uh, who knows how yeah, to. We've been doing this stuff for years. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just now we're just going to call it something else. Basically, it's going to be a a, a, a a cryptocurrency going into the gas pump to stick out, you know, to, to pump out the gas. I'm not putting a Bitcoin in, in a gas pump. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, not a Bitcoin. No, it'll be some well, other coin by then. What it'll is be, some, it, some, That'll be digibyte. Bitcoin dust. That'll be (laughs) digibyte. Yeah. 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 Something. Well, and it, I understand some of the uh, platforms are creating like, like a visa card that you can put your coin Mm -hmm. on and use just like you would the dollar. So it's just, it's becoming just another currency. Are you doing those kinds of things? Justin, are you working on, uh, on creating? I'm not not doing, I'm not doing anything with crypto except, except for that future state with Africa. I don't, I don't deal with crypto. Okay. 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 I'm talking about developing solutions. I say, right, right, right. right. I don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with the regulation. (laughs) Fair enough. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Sign me up there. I can hear that. I want to deal with the regulation. So is, is all of this really internet? dependent is what it sounds like. I mean, there's, yes. there's nothing physical to hold on to. So, I mean, in my mind, there's this part of me that always plays dev- devil's advocate. And so it sounds to me like if this is internet dependent, we really need to make sure that access to the internet itself remains free and available to anyone and everyone, or you're not going to have a currency. Is that that's, accurate that's, or are there that's workarounds? The push, that's the pushback that I've been getting on, on, on the projects that I'm working on. But then I push back and say, I'm going to democratize artificial intelligence. I'm going to democratize blockchain to make it available for everyone. Right. But, but to answer your question, yes, it needs to be available for everyone. And those, and the, and the main, the main areas that I want to go into like Puerto Rico and like in, in parts of Africa, they don't have they don't have they don't have the you know the electricity they don't have the the wireless you know networks that that we need you know for these things to be successful you know so that's that's the other thing you know that's the that's the whenever we kind of get into the into the weeds of things and say oh mm-hmm. this is all well and good but they don't have access Justin so what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah 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 so what well, you're exactly. the solutions guy right so what what are you yeah. gonna do. <laughs> So, so how does so the drone going to fix a, that one? Yeah, right. So there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of organizations. Some of those or, some of the organizations you know that they are they are they're moving operations to Africa and they're building infrastructure in Africa. There's mm-hmm. organization there's organizations that you know that are actually going to be opening up in the next two years or so in Puerto Rico. Okay, can we so, can we give them some free plugs? Like who? who? Uh, no, because it's not it's not public knowledge yet. Oh, okay. yeah, we got to be oh, a little okay. careful. Okay. Gotta, All right. It's not public. It's not public knowledge. Okay. Okay. Well, this is good. This is the kind of <laughs> see, this is the kind of company that I want to be supporting one way or shape, form, or other. Exactly. I mean, it's it's like so, so however that whatever that can look like, you know. Well, or watch yeah, for can, it when it comes out, when, yeah. when reports come out and things like that. Companies, it sounds to me like what I'm hearing. Is it the companies that are getting in, involved in blockchain, adopting it, are the ones that are going to be the highest integrity in pretty much everything they do? And those supporting moving it into places that don't have access are really the wave of the future in terms of creating a greater equality. Is that correct? Yeah. 
And that and that's the thing. And that's why I talk. That's why I talk so much about diversity and inclusion. I talk a lot about sustainability. And I say, regardless of what your affiliation is, regardless of, of what side you're on, you know, this whole sustainability thing is, is coming. There's no there's no stopping it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and whenever I say whenever I say, you know, blockchain, that falls in that sustainability space. So whenever you diversify your portfolio again, invest in shovels. Not the gold. Mm-hmm. That makes you, sense. You, you, you can invest in the, you can invest in the gold all you want to, but you but you need to look at those shovels as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that way you can always go dig more. You know. Yeah, you know. Well, and yeah. yeah, this and the guys that showed up and built the exchanges and all that, and, and there's so many of these these coins, quote coins, they call them. But ninety percent uh, of them are no good. You know, there is that. You it, really it's, have to it's know hard to tell. Yeah, what what's gonna which ones are gonna make it, and only a small percentage of them are gonna be the Amazon that that in, emerges down the road. And the or thing the, is, you have to do your research, but you all, you have to do your research, mm-hmm. and you have to find which one. Now, every single one of them is not used for utility, like not does not have use cases in like supply chain and and, and fintech and things like that. Mm-hmm. But but for those that 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 those successful blockchains, you say, okay, what is this thing built on? Right. That's the first question you have to ask. Like, man, this blockchain solution is phenomenal. What is this thing built on? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and there. So Polkadot, Polkadot's the blockchain that we're looking at building on. Polkadot's Polkadot stock is, is actually is actually doing doing decent. Um, Chainlink's a blockchain that's that's been used a lot within within blockchain. Um, so you think Polkadot's going to make it? Well, it's he's not be, giving I'm not, investment I'm not, advice. I'm not giving advice. That's he's not, no, don't, no, don't go. That's no, no, no. I'm building my blockchain on. That's what. That's the blockchain I'm building on. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. All right. Okay. Well, we want to support you though, right? So, hey, you know, you know, here's the thing. We're getting close to the end of our time, and for this round, we got to do this again. Absolutely. Would you be willing to, to come Absolutely. back again, Justin, and do uh, oh, yeah. 201 after our 101 session here today? This is <laughs> we're just getting started. Okay. Oh, it, yeah, I agree. Like I agree. So we've got a we've got a plan on 201 here. Well, hey, real quick, where can people learn more about this from you? So I was again I say to uh go on ted.com, type in my name Justin Goldston, and you can see those 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 TED talk, those TEDx talks. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go on LinkedIn, type my name, and then you can also go on Clubhouse, which is the most amazing application out there for iPhone for Apple users. Um, we're we're talking about all kinds. We're talking about blockchain. We're talking about artificial intelligence. We're talking about supply chain management. There's a bunch of entrepreneurs in there talking about giving free advice out. Damon John from uh, Shark Tank's on there like twice a week. Uh, wow. Grant Cardone's on there like like three times a week. Uh, Ty Lopez is on there in rooms. It's well, uh, Elon was Elon was on there uh, Monday morning at 1 a.m. Oh, oh man, okay, that and it was so cool. Go look but up, look up Clubhouse, and if you're an Apple user, try to find somebody who has invites because it's invite def- only, yeah, and it's it's the most amazing application. You think Facebook was the good when it first came out? This has nothing, it was valued at the big, it's in beta, it was valued at a billion dollars last Monday. Okay. And it's only for Apple users. Well, we will definitely is... put that information, make it available and put links in, in everything. And we'll spell your name you. for you one more time. It's J-U-S-T-I-N-G-O-L-D-S-T-O-N. Yes. On uh, TEDx, find those TEDx talks. And uh, and we will look forward to Justin 201. Yes. Next All right. Time. Yes, next sir. time. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Justin. Thank you.
Now it's time for our wow moment with Lorianne when she offers words of wisdom, sharing her intuitive and spiritual mentorship with us by responding to listener comments and questions. As Justin pointed out, change is happening. And I admit I'm not somebody who does that well, but I recognize there's a lot of value in it. So I developed some simple strategies that help me balance my need for comfort with the realities of change. And I wanted to share those in case they might be helpful for you as well. So first, I look at my own resistance. Is it a lack of information? Is it that I'm tired? Do I just need a few minutes to absorb and sit with it and adjust? If it's a need that I can meet, then I do that. Second, if I've addressed those needs and I still feel the resistance, it's often an indication that this direction of change, whatever it is, might not feel quite right for me. And that's okay too. I don't force it. I may just need a bit more time. It may mean working with others to create a collaborative compromise or even a slightly different direction. Or it may mean going in an entirely new direction that works better for me. Whatever it is, I pay attention to that. Look, we can't stop change, but we can take good care of ourselves and each other as we move through it. So until next time, my friends, keep rising. Thank you, Lorianne, for sharing your wow with us. If you have a question, comment, or concern you'd like to hear addressed on a future wow moment, or you'd like to learn more about Lorianne's mentorship program, visit her website at lorianerising.com. That's L-O-R-I-A-N-N-E-R-I-S-I-N-G.com. Thank you. And to our listeners, remember that Mark and I are on a mission to help make the world a better place and to uplift voices that are not typically heard. So if you or someone you know is an author, a musician, innovator, or even a comedian whose perspective and message challenges old paradigms to open hearts and minds, please reach out. We want to support you by helping you be seen and heard by a worldwide audience. Just visit us at riseandshineasone.com to apply to be a guest. And before you go, please take a moment to rate and review the show on your favorite platform. And remember, until next time, wherever you are, there's always time for remembering to rise and shine. Take care. Thank you for listening to Rise and Shine. Please join Lorianne Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead for another great show next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, keep rising and shining. Sound of the joy, sound of the love, sound of the light.